Dynamite was okay this week. Better than okay, actually, which is better than it's been over the past few weeks. There was a reason for... Um, well, no, there was something to hang it on, I suppose, because it was the um, it was a tribute night to... Um, some sort of tribute, anyway, to, um, to Brody Lee. And uh, that tribute was handled very well. More of that in a bit. But they started out with, as they often do, with two big hitters. CM Punk's out on commentary, have to say, didn't do much. Not very much that was pithy, not very much that was funny, not very much that was memorable. It was almost like a sort of, hey, I just need to come out and talk and that'll be great. But we start out with Adam Cole, Bay Bay, and Jungle Boy. And it was really good, actually. It was very nice rope walk, rope walk work from uh, Jungle Boy. Cole's work was crisp, it always is. It's really snug, it's really safe, it's really crisp. He's put in the tree of woe a couple of times. Hits a kind of victory roll, which is nice to see. Old school. And then some good kicks. Hits a Panama Sunrise, if they're still calling it that. Gets along too. Then Jungle Boy hits some kind of cross face, which is very nice. And the pin for Cole comes when he's got a kick to the back of the head. I don't know if he's going to keep the Panama Sunrise type move. Or whether that's to show us that, alright, that's not my finisher now. Maybe it is, and we're going to see something new. I hope it's not just a kick to the back of the neck. That wouldn't be ideal at all. Okay, here come the Elite. And we've got Omega doing the stuff. So that brings out... Getting bored. Yeah. Let me introduce you to Mr. Kenny Noballs Omega. I've heard it all before, to be honest. They need to do something more, to be honest. Um, and to be honest, I don't think that Danielson will make a huge impact if he carries on like this. Kaz, Christian and Jurassic Express came out to even the odds because we don't know what we're doing with those people. Kaz has lost in the shuffle. Frankie Kazarian, that is. Christian has the title, but we're not quite sure what to do with him either. Jurassic Express are stepping back a bit. That's happening to MJF as well. More of that later. And that was a poor ending to a good match. Now we've got Dante Martin and uh, Dante Martin and uh, Matt Seidel versus Cody and Big Shotty. Now, Cody had an enormous central podium rising entrance. Shotty Lee just comes out the side door with Arn. So that, it didn't look good, to be honest. There's quite a lot of good stuff in here, though, actually. Shotty and Martin flip and trip. That's good. There's a very nice Matt Seidel cross-face move. And a nice Matt Meteora to the outside. Then a surfboard. He, he, he showed us a lot in this, actually. Um, Dante Martin was... Flipping and moving about quite a lot using the rips, ropes, the rope, the rips, ropes, ropes very nicely, and then there's some um, a, a shotty package shoulder breaker. It looks better than it sounds for the pin. And afterwards was your big move because it's got to be about Cody. He hadn't done much in the match, so it's got to be about him afterwards. Arn comes out angry about um, about Cody and Malachi Black. The boot was mentioned. What was all that about, he said? Because we're all asking that. It didn't work. So 
got to mention it. I think Arn said that he, he lost to him once. You came back for a number two. Well, I mean, I wouldn't call the match that bad. But um, he, he did come back, yeah. Whether he had a number two before he went to the match, he might have done. He gets angry with him, of course, and leaves Cody with Shotty. At least you listen to what I say, he says to him. But he leaves him with a very nice line. I'm Arn Anderson, and all that implies. That is lovely. And that's a memory of what Arn can do. He says he's just too damn old or he'd get in the ring himself. But he can still manage a fantastic promo like that. And really, there's quite a lot of people on AEW who should be watching that and saying, that's how you do it. Next, we've got Mox and Kingston and Darby Allen versus Bear Country and Anthony Green, who's making his debut. It's all right, but it's nothing special. And um, Darby Allen does so little that he can come back later on as well. Okay, there's a nice power slam from Mox on Boulder from Bear Country, a good German um, suplex from Kingston, good coffin drop, gets a lot of height on it actually, on the outside on both of, of Bear Country, and then a suplex off the top with a clothesline at the same time. Do they call it the King's Runs? No, the King. The King. Anyway, they call it something. And Mox and King and Kingston take the win. Darby did very little. Sting comes in at the end and gives Green the Scorpion Death Drop. I thought he was supposed to be a good guy. There's no point in doing that. He wasn't a nefarious heel or anything. Oh, you get away with that, do you? That's all right. Just come in and beat him up afterwards. If someone like Miro did it, there'd be a problem with it, wouldn't there? Okay. Hardy family offence next. With Orange, uh, and versus Orange Cassidy and the Dark Order. This is going to be for Brody Lee. It's a 16-person tag. So you can see how big the factions have got in AEW. There is an article I did for Sports Obsessive. Have a look at it. It's called Welcome to the Faction Factory. And this is exactly what I am talking about. Not that it's good, not good to see Brody Lee be remembered because that's absolutely right. Negative one is there. And there's so many... It's weird to see Orange with the Dark Order, really. Considering what they're doing with the Dark Order as well at the moment. They're breaking them up and all that. In fact, Orange is standing on the ring steps. There's room for him on the apron next to Colt Boom Boom Cabana. But he doesn't want to get on there. Strange, isn't it? There is a very nice moment, though, when Orange is up top and just falls on his opponent with the thumb extended. That's very nice. At one point, Evil Uno is getting cheesed off about having his um, having his leadership of the group challenged. Leaves and Brody's wife and daughter. Oh, no, his wife and Ty Conti and um, Anna Lee, that's right, come out uh, with negative one and talks him round, they get in there and they manage to work it through Silver looks very good, as usual knocks them all down the Dark Order win, negative one is on the shoulders, they're all together that is how it should be so you know, it was a bit of a mess sometimes this match, but it wasn't about the Hardy Family offence, rotten name it was about the Dark Order, great name great remembrance, the right thing to do, well done 
and Leo Rush is coming to AEW. He's on promo next. I am delighted. Yeah, it's going to be great that. Want to see him still in NJPW, but this will be lovely. And this match should have been great as well. Ford and Bunny versus Ty Conti and Anna Jay. It's not as good as it could be, to be honest. It's um, It could be a better match. Very nice handspring elbow from Bunny. Anna Jay wins with a sleeper. It's There aren't as many great moves as they have shown in the past. And um, that's a shame, really. It's nothing special. And I expect that they can do better. And I'm sure will do. Oh, here comes M- MJF. Comes out with Wardlow. The pinnacle are nowhere to be seen these days, are they? Comes out, says beat a lot of people, but the people he names are not current AEW headliners. Without me, he says, this company ain't shit. I am the past, the present, and the future. But you aren't, though, are you? You're the past. And where you are on this two-hour programme, which is towards the middle... Well, all right, near the top, but you're not headlining, shows that you are not. You've slipped down the pole since more people have been brought in. Like Danielson, like Adam Cole, baby, like CM Punk, like Christian. Since all these people have been brought in, you've not really been at the top. And the pinnacle which saw you associating with people who were mid-carders. Come on, FTR are not at the top of the tree. The chairman is not at the top of the tree. Wardlow is one-dimensional. This doesn't work well. He wants a heavyweight championship. At that point, he wants a shot at that belt. At that point, just to underline what I say, the crowd chant, CM Punk and MJF hasn't got a a witty rejoinder he just says whatever because it affects him clearly Derby comes out they have a bit of a discussion that will be their next feud it's not going to help MJF at all MJF talks about being the number one around here you're not mate you're not number two either you're about number six or seven, maybe even lower down. And in the end, just to show that, MJF won't get involved. He just leaves. It didn't serve him well, this. And he's not a great high-ranking, top-ranking AEW star anymore. The sooner he realises that, the better. Headline was a Miro versus Sammy Guevara match, which was actually really good. These two can turn it on, and so they should. Early on, and they did show us how they can. Early on, uh, Miro choked Guevara with his own chain. They had just mentioned he shouldn't be wearing that chain, should he? No, he can, he can choke him with it. There he goes. <laughs> There's a lovely Guevara moonsault. Miro catches him, and I, and I presume to catch him cleanly and hit a move he doesn't he kind of drops him which folds Sammy up quite badly oh I bet that hurt 
There's a Miro fallaway slam on the outside, which I'm sure hurts even more. And then, um, towards the middle of the match, Miro goes over the top of the buckle. He propels himself over, really. It is a feat of strength. It's really acrobatic. And, of course, Guevara goes over after him, which is lovely as well. Comes back in, goes to try and hit the final splash or whatever he's going to use. Miro's up. Did Shivani say Canyon is up? Was he watching Dark Side of the Ring? Did he say Canyon's up? It sounded like it to me. Anyway, there's a lovely cutter off the top from Gravari. He really hits it well. It's beautiful. Fuego comes out to distract Miro because you know they've had a bit of a tussle in the past. Yeah, there's an exposed buckle. Miro's into it. Lovely tornado DDT. There's a go to sleep his version of that you think that's going to be it but no he wants to put the exclamation mark or point if you're a US citizen on it and hits a lovely 630 cent on for the spin for the pin it was for the spin and the pin it was a bit close to the turnbuckle so it looked a bit crowded but Guevara is your new champion and after the break we're going to talk to him oh that's the end of the program what happened they do this sometimes on Dynamite and it's really annoying. But that wasn't annoying, that programme. That was okay. Wasn't brilliant, but it was okay. A little confusing sometimes and they're holding on to the older stuff like the MJF and making us think he's still a major heel when he's not. But it worked well. Nice to see Cole getting his first match under his belt. Did very well. Great main event. Some of the stuff in the middle wasn't fantastic. The Brody Lee stuff was lovely, and we've got Leo Rush to look forward to. I can't wait to see him tie up with people like Guevara. Or um, someone like, I don't know, Dante Martin, Matt Seidel. God, that'd be great. More acquisitions that can only push MJF a little further down. Sorry, Maxwell. It's not working well for you. Ta-ta.